You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't get my blood pressure all up, okay? Now, you said your voice is in the basement. Why? What's going on? Are you sick? I just woke up. Oh, okay. I mean, at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. though, I'd be like, woo, I woke up at like 7 every well, day. All, well, I'd be having um But I won't make to sleep. Oh, well, yeah, you do. I'd be having insomnia. Um, So I will stay up until like, this happened to me, what was that, Saturday? I stayed up until like 7 a.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And... I was having a meeting at one o'clock and I couldn't even focus. Like I couldn't even, my brain was just so fried from being awake all night. Mm. But okay. Anyway, I'm just rambling. Um, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. You sure? You look all I don't know. You don't, are you here, Kim? I literally just woke up. Like I just arose. You just so arose. I'm here. <laughs> But, but have you ever rose? <laughs> like the Lord? No. Because the Lord, he rose up with all power. In, in his head. Hallelujah. Okay. Hey, um, glory. Hallelujah. He rose Lord. with all power. Okay. <laughs> hey. All right. Hey. All right. Okay. Yes, God. Okay. Come on. Okay. There's only one place to learn the latest. There's only one place to hear the greatest. There's only one place for your information. That's the awkward. No other host like me. Come check it out. You'll see. All right, y'all. It's a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We're ready to hit our mark. We're ready to do it right now. I am Drew Shade. I'm Ngozi Ayao. And I'm Kim Exum. Hey, hey, we're here. We're ready to go off book right now. All right. Hey. I'll be listening to my voice sometimes. I'll be like, what? Why do I sound like that? Does everybody You're so hate hyped. voice? Well, what? I'm telling you, these meds are medding now. Like, oh. um, listen, and I just took them while we was where we were here, um, while we were doing the show here. Mm-hmm. But my mind is so. I'm just thankful for meds. I, I got a new, you know, I told you I've been dealing with trying to get a new uh, prescription and um, a different type of cocktail because the other one that I had was doing something weird to my heart. So my heart was like skipping, not necessarily skipping beats, but it was like, um, like not the proper rhythm. What do you call that? Irregular heartbeat. Irregular heartbeat. Yeah. So it was like, it felt like a, my, my, um, my heart was double dutching sometimes, like where it would like get real hard like it would pump really hard, like really quickly. And then it would stop. And then it would like skip a beat and it would it'd just be doing some weird shit. But it was because yeah. of um, the meds that I was taking, the antidepressant meds. Um, and so they switched me to another one. And then they also switched me to um, Adderall um, so that I can focus. So I'm on Zoloft and Adderall now. That's the combo. Um, I'm glad we got here. I'm hoping that this one works out and that this helps. Um, to keep me regulated so that I can, you know, focus and do my job. 
Um, yeah. So like, I'm excited about it. I mean, being, being well makes mm. me excited. Um, mm. and I also want to continue to talk about it to destigmatize mental health, um, uh, destigmatize the, 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 the stigma around mental health and, and, and the things that come with it, because, um, it is a, it's not a death sentence. You can, you can live, you can mm. live a whole life and you don't have to be in constant depression. If you, if you seek help, um, if you seek yeah. the help that is offered to you or that is there, <laughs> um, and yeah, so if you ever, if anyone ever has any questions about mental health, please email us like y'all should have been doing at offbook at broadwayblack.com. Send us your listener letters and all of your questions. We would love to hear from you. Um, yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all gonna get all these episodes at once. I'm really gonna probably <laughs> gonna release them all today so that I don't have to do it all next week. Um, but we do record next Monday. I leave for Vegas on Thursday, y'all. Are you, um, why are you going to Vegas? My best friend from high school, it's her birthday weekend. Um, And so I'm going to meet her in Vegas. And also my friend from college, whose wedding I was in last year in Vegas. uh, Yeah, yeah. So she lives there. So it's, you know, two birds with one stone. Go see some of my good friends. And also um, my um, my best friend's grandmother is 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 not doing well. And so she needs my, she needs me this time. Like she needs me in around this time. She's going to Vegas with her husband, but I'm going to go meet him out there. But she, this is a time where I really have to show up for my friend. Um, so I'm going to do that. I, I just spurred a moment last week. I decided I was just going to pick up and go. So I'm, I'm going to go and stay with my friends in Vegas for a couple of days. And I'll be back um, at the top of the month at on, I think I'm back on the 31st or the 1st of February. One of those. Um yeah, back on the 31st of, of next Monday. So um, we're going to hit the ground running on, let yes. me see what time my flight. So we know what time we require. I'll do it later. I'll just make sure my assistant does it. Because um, I need to know what time my flight is. So I'll make sure that it, we record next week mm-hmm. on Monday in the morning. Um, but I want to make sure I'm not on the airplane. Anyway, um, what's been going on with y'all this week? Like, I just told you about my whole little life and my, because I've been, you know, laying around trying to, get this uh transition into these new meds right um, um i've been seeing shows you have been seeing shows i've been seeing that shows. in Guzzy. you've been, you've been <laughs> at the theater i've been trying to get out of my depression so i was Listen, like and trying to leave this house both. <laughs> trying to leave this house so i was like i can't there's nothing for me here i finished netflix i finished hulu so mm. i was like let me get out of this house and you know i get offered i get offered free shows so i tried to see some shows I got turned away at one theater. I'm like, will I be coming to this theater again? Because I got turned away. How'd you get turned away? What do you mean? Um, so I waited to go see. I was hanging out all day. With, I had. I happened to be in Harlem. Uh, my friend was like, get out of bed. Let me take you to Harlem. Because uh, I love Bistro Boulevard. Because they got these pancakes. Yeah, you were yeah, you, you said that. I drew yeah. about. Yeah, so my friend Alfonso took me there. And I was like, okay, while I'm in Harlem, I try and see everybody that is in Harlem. You know, well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm here. Mean. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll hit you. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'll bring you some. I've I'll bring never, for Essie. never. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, I went and saw Jonathan um, and I saw Troy and then Troy was going to go see Assassin. So I'm like, oh, let me see if I can just tag. A- I'm like, let me go see if I can tag along and maybe just get a standby or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, and I don't have my bank card. So I was like, oh, I have my Apple card and I have cash. So I got like 60 bucks cash and I got, you know, I got my card in case they have, they have Apple Pay. I, I can't find my card. So I went with him. He goes with his friend inside because they, um, they already had tickets. So I'm like waiting for standby and there's one t- and there's a ticket. So I'm like, I go to go pay and it's $87 for a standby ticket or for the whatever ticket. Like, and they're like, oh, we don't take cash. I was like, well, I don't have the cash. I'll have 
I have 70, I have 70 dollars. I was like, I have 70 dollars. There's literally one seat. It's the, it's gonna be empty. My friend's inside. He'll pay you. Like they're just kind of like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you don't take Apple Pay. I'm like, I'm so. I'm like, there's literally. I'm literally. Also, why is your ticket eighty seven dollars? Also, because <laughs> it's off Broadway. What show is this? We gotta make our money. Assassins. Assassins. I was like, oh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, why is your ticket eighty dollars? Y'all, eighty seven. I do like a set. Eighty seven dollars for an off Broadway ticket. Yeah, I paid sorry. to see Winnie the freaking Pooh. I think I paid like. Why are y'all paying for shows? Do y'all not know that y'all are the host of Off Book? That y'all could just request tickets. No, no, yeah, no, no. Okay, and it's also go. it's not. Yeah, please do that. Yeah, okay, like, let me just get y'all right. Say let my just... daughter to take Winnie the Pooh. And yeah, like, it just reminded me that I was like, <laughs> yeah, I usually don't pay for tickets. Also, and so once in a while, I'm like, let me pay a ticket and be a patron of the theater. But I'm also like, it's all I mean, white. That too, but... I'm like, yeah, but I'm also like, it's a white play. I don't. Yeah, really, no, you didn't have to pay for that. But I was kind of like, so you're really not gonna let me in? I'm a playwright. I'm good for it. I swear to God, I have money. And they're just kind of like, I'm so sorry. And the person's like, I hope you come back again. I'm like, I won't be. I won't be coming. I back. won't. Like, because y'all don't have I'm no like, system for me to pay and the ticket is $87. No for- I literally was like, I'm trying to pay you. They're like, sorry. I was like, you literally were about to let me. Literally, the, the like, girl, you don't want to take my cash app and put it on your card? You don't take my phone and collateral. Like, I'm literally looking at the usher. Like, the usher's like, can we just let her in? Like, just let her Right. In. And they said no. <laughs> yeah. So what like, theater is this? This is Classic Stage Company. Oh, see, yep. Yeah. This is this <laughs> where the whole Mother Courage but, debacle happened. I, Thanks, but that Sam has Doyle. nothing to do with the front desk, girl. person <laughs> <laughs> collected tickets is, is nah, the equivalent nah. to a secretary. No, okay? no, no. It is indicative of the environment <laughs> that they have built. <laughs> How, how does it, oh my God, Drew, I can't. I can't. It is indicative. Uh, that learned, was also based on They of ain't learned nothing over the pandemic. You ain't let this black woman, you sit there and let this black woman stand at the, the, uh, the booth? They said if you don't oh, have the uh, coin. They ain't learned nothing. So, you so can't sorry, see the show. Company. And if your you ticket have is, a, you really didn't learn nothing. Your tickets is off Broadway at eighty-seven dollars. You really if you don't have nothing. the money, no show no. for you, honey. Nope. They said okay. absolutely not. Am I peeking? Not. I feel like I'm I'm yelling. Am I peeking? No, you're good. No. Okay, I feel like I'm yelling yeah. so hard. But like I had money. I had the money. Like, yeah. So we don't believe you. Right, we don't believe <laughs> that's, you. That's, poor, that's correct. Money talks. Poor, poor black. <laughs> You know what? Look, put me out of door because I would. I probably would have been her. I the probably poorest like, playwright in the I probably would have been like, industry. listen, poor black negress. I would have been we like, I'm believe. sorry. You know, like it's like somebody being like, oh my god, this cheeseburger it cost seventy dollars. I only have thirteen. Can I please have one, ma'am? No, no. But my friend, I need to. Your friend needs to come because I don't know. No, it's cost seventeen. You got fourteen. Mm-mm. If I could change it, then if it's 14, then is it five next time? Is it free? <laughs> Do we just open the kitchen for all? Yes, it's theater. The culture no, theater it's is capitalism. It's, it's it is. not for profit. It's theater. <laughs> it's assassins. Yep. It's assassins. I heard it was but good, yeah. though. So you missed out on one. I mean, but people. Really I'm fine. Like I'll be people all right. Really like I'll that show. Yeah. Fine. I mean, it's like, OK. I'll, and it's one black person in there. Right. It was like Chuck Cooper son in there. Yeah, yeah, I'll be all right. I'll be. Yeah. All right. I saw, I saw, um, I saw Black No More, and I saw. Sh- okay, so let's talk about this Black No More. Mm. Like, must we? I didn't see. Let, I got, mm, come, let, let's listen. That's what I we do. See. I ain't seen it yet. Either, the only thing I'll lot. say is this. The only thing I'll say is this. What? I want everyone to know that they have power. 
if you do not want to be in a play, quit the play. Yeah. If 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 midway through the show you decide, you know what, this ain't this ain't the move for me. Mm. Be a revolutionary. Leave. Just like me as an audience member, I can leave whenever I want. It'd be rude. Amen. But I can leave. You yeah. not necessarily if you leave an intermission. I don't think it's rude unless you're very but, front orchestra and we can see that you're gone. But but if you yeah. we all have a choice because watching people, <laughs> I don't think it's rude at all. I pay my money. I don't care how rude I, I am. I mean, I if I don't I like will, this show. If y'all ain't like giving it to me how I need, okay. if y'all can't sing, then well, I'm leaving I'm, like I did Mulan. I Rouge. mean. I'm leaving. Oh my God. I've never been to a show where they can't <laughs> sing <laughs> and they can't. I've been what? to. So you usually... did not see Moulin Rouge. No, but I also feel like your version of not being able to sing is very different than my version because I know that they're not up there sounding. I'm not saying like crazy. they, I'm not saying that they can't sing. What I'm saying is that the performance and, and the show is itself and even just the song choices in the show, like the whole structure well, it of the just show wasn't, is just. It wasn't for you. Like for me, yeah, the material, if it's boring or if I don't like it or I'm not right. intrigued by it, if I don't care about, it's like watching, a, you know, I don't care about what happens next then I will leave. But I have suffered through things, you know, just I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm not suffering. But, I'm not um, suffering. Y'all not about to get me. But I, I am not suffering. Just like, just like I, I went to go see that. I was watching someone suffer. I was like watching I go see that Emmett Till. You were watching uh, someone on stage suffer. Remember that yes, Emmett Till musical? The Emmett Till musical. The Emmett Till musical. You told us about that. No. I would never do that. got up out of there so quick. I would never do that to myself. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably would have left, but I, if it's a one act go. thing, then I'm not really going to leave until, now, unless speaking I of feel Emmett, so, Speaking of yeah. Emmett Till, have y'all watched Adrian Warren on Woman no, of the Movie? No, You keep y'all talking about this. Y'all gotta no, watch uh, it. Why no, do I, I have not. to do that? It's we just good. talk about choices. I, I mean, yes, 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 but like, I know I don't want to hear Everybody's stuff, watching it. Adrian Warren is yeah. so great on television, but why did somebody say that they thought she was Char Jackson from Moesha? Oh my God, she does kind of look like her. She does. Um, I, she I does believe that she like I believe you that she's doing well. She's I fantastic. She's a wonderful well. actress. Actress. She's a, she's a, she's no. a solid performer. She's yeah, great. but I but don't... people was really thinking that she was Char. Well, because people <laughs> don't Kevin Federline, baby mama. Kevin Federline, baby mama, Char Jackson. I can't she looks like her. She does. She does yeah. fake. I've her never house. seen it. I don't yeah. see it. I, I didn't see it before you said it, but I see it now. I mean, I sort of understand, but I don't. Oh, that took me it. something decent. I get it. Another thing that tickled me was a tweet I saw because Slave Play closed yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. along with Girl from a North Country, which will be coming back up. Temporarily, you know, yeah. Temporarily, yeah, temporarily mm-hmm. closed. Wow, um, but Slave Play is gone for good. Amen. Um, I think it's headed to LA. Um, but a tweet that I read that, that gave me a good, a good hearty laugh. Um it said, wait, Slave Play is the actual name, is the actual name of an actual play? I thought that was just what people called Hamilton. <laughs> okay. Who, who wrote that? Oh, somebody on Twitter, but that tickled me something decent. Kim's not amused. Mm-hmm. No, because it's just because it's it's a total because you know we've we've seen it and we know what it is, right, and it's totally a totally different, different line of offensiveness. <laughs> Oh, that tickled me. I can't. Oh, I'm like, what? When the worlds meet, when the worlds cross. I can't. And Guzzy is just, ha- and Guzzy just has her face in her, in her palm. She's just. We didn't let her finish her, her statement. 
Oh, what was you saying? I was just saying watching people not want to be on stage is a is a is a difficult experience. Oh, yeah. So I just so I just want to tell I just want to tell people that they don't have to be there. Nope. You don't have to be there. No one has to be anywhere. There's anything we've learned at this current time is that if you are where you're at, you are making a choice to be where you're at. So what is Lilius over there doing? Lilius is giving you (laughs) 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 blah blah blah. She's giving you the styling sounds of jazz. But she can't I was sounding guzzy. I can't sing, guys. This is what you're making me do. You're making me sound like you're making me sound like I'm trying to play her. But no, I, I just wanted you to do that again. No, she can't, she can't be played. I just wanted yeah. her to do that scatting again like she did the other day. <laughs> I think it's a pretty solid Lilius impression. It is. It's really good. (laughs) It's pretty solid. Because she's amazing, but she can't save that show. She can't save that show. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Yeah, you got Ephraim Sykes over there. uh, Brandon Victor Dixon. uh, Lilius White. Who else I'm missing? Uh, Tamika Tamika Lawrence. Tamika Lawrence. Yeah, Yeah. it's a a great cast of people, but I'm just I have so many questions. But what is the play about what is it the about? Is it, it's based off of this book um, about a man who decides to about a man who creates a man who creates a machine um, that turns people white, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it starts around this black male character who decides to turn white um, and then head down to the South for opportunity and gets himself into hijinks, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's they tried. Um, I saw a second preview, so there's like there's many ways to go, but. Uh, Whoever thought that this was a great idea for a show did not finish their idea. Mm. That's all I'll say. Mm. It's not, it's just not finished. It needs more dramaturgy. It mm-hmm. needs just, it needs more, more, more. I also feel like I'm watching people who don't want to be on stage. So I'm like, this is awkward for me as a black person to watch black people here who are like conflicted about what they're doing while they're on stage, which is compelling, but not the show. Uh, so it's just like, you know, I'm interested. I actually would see it one more time after opening to mm-hmm. see where it went or where it goes. Um, but it's clear that the guidance is not, whoever is guiding the ship is not guiding it well, in my opinion. Understandable. Okay. I just, yeah. Black no more. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I'll be seeing it. <laughs> um, so we'll yeah. see what happens with that. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, Kim, what you been up to? Just working? I've been working. I've been auditioning and mommying and spousing. That's it, really. Okay. Oh, shit, and yawning. Um, damn, did anything happen this week? I don't know. I, I still don't have COVID. Um. I didn't see. Oh, I, no, that was last week when I saw that Winnie the Pooh show. That shit was bomb. It was great. Who must have You were these puppets. We they were good. The puppet show. Oh, that dude's, they sound just like the characters. The skill set is crazy. Mm. Like, it's so underrated. Like, we are like, oh, yeah, you know, have somebody like sing and riff and da 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 and put themselves into the character. That's awesome, great, whatever. But it's like a complete, it was like, you know, when I was talking about MJ, like that man completely changed it to Michael Jackson. 
these people completely change into Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and fucking Rue and, and Bunny or Rabbit, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm. Complete transformation. <laughs> like they said, Tigger, they sounded just like the characters. And for some reason, I didn't expect that because, you know, it's a play. It's like, inter- mm. I thought it might be an interpretation, but yeah, I think that's it. As you saw Disney on Ice on Saturday, I was not with her, but she loved it. So I think she's really on her way to being a stage kid. Mm. Um, she likes live stuff. It really sticks with her a lot different than just, you know, seeing a movie or a show. Like those stick to her too. But like some kids aren't receptive to that kind of thing. They get bored easily, mm-hmm. but she's very like here with it. She's very fascinated by an immersive live experience. So yeah, I think that's it. I think that's my week. Okay. Well, amen. Amen. Well, I think mm-hmm. we, I, I mean, I really talked about myself. My, I didn't do much, but. Yeah. Get his meds straight. Right. I mean. <laughs> that's a lot. That's, that is the <laughs> most important thing. Like for real, like it, it really affects everything that I'm, I am, um, you know, that I have energy or I'm, that I'm able to do. If I don't have the mental capacity, it just, it just won't get done. Um, mm-hmm. Like y'all can see, like even the past couple of weeks with me trying to switch the meds and, and sort of you know finish or or stop taking the other ones and you know be dry for a couple of weeks so that I can prepare myself for the next um thing it was really rough I hadn't realized how much better I had gotten by being on a plan and then when the plan stopped and I had to sort of switch into something new I didn't realize um how bad things could get very quickly if I wasn't Mm. um if I wasn't adamant or um, determined to mm-hmm. be better, to be well. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, it, it's, it's a, it's a, a mind fuck, if you will. Like it's a, it's a mind bending fuck um, at times. And, you know, I used to have, I used to hold a lot of shame around it. I used to hold a lot of shame around my ins and outs. And then and, and Guzzi, I think you've been there through quite a bit of, it, especially, you know, mm-hmm. from 2016 on because I've been Mm. dealing very heavily since 2017 um, forward over these past couple Mm. of years Um, and I just would always just feel so much shame like I can't do it I just didn't have the capacity to move in the way that my brain or that my mind wanted me to Um, there was just such a large disconnect and that would really hurt my feelings because I have so much uh, uh, passion and desire for what I do. I have so much, so many ideas that I want to execute, so many things that I want to make happen that it felt like I just could not uh, get there. I couldn't make the connect from my dreams and my thoughts to actual action in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is devastation because I hadn't really ever felt that it, at, as I, I, I would say I've never felt it as um deeply as I began to feel it in 2017. I never felt that disconnected from myself and being able to achieve um, what I wanted. And that was alarming and um, shameful to me. I've always been the person that that gets it done, that, that makes it happen. And over the past five years, things that I've wanted to have happen, I could not get done. Um, I felt like I was falling short, um, not just for myself, but for the community, for everyone else. And it just sort of spiraled me. Um, and it's been it's been a whirlwind trying to dig myself out of that hole. And I feel like I'm coming to a place where I'm finally at the top of it. I'm finally just, I can see the edges. I can see uh, um, the, the, the 
the sun, I can see um, where I can pull myself up. And I'm just this close away from, like, I'm so close to the, to the ledge of, of pulling myself up. Um, that's, that, there's no feeling like that. That's inspiring to me. Um, and it's been quite a few years. And mm. so um, as much shame as I used to hold, now I hold a lot more joy. Um, mm for the progress that, that I have. And, and, you know, I mean, Kim too, you've, you've sat here and witnessed me feel so much shame around um, my mental health and, and trying to be better, be a better person, just be a better human, not even just a better worker, not even just for Broadway Black, but just for myself, to show up for myself. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I don't know how else to, to explain that. I'm excited to be at the edge so that I can stand up and start to build an actual foundation of a life that I want. You know what I mean? I I've, don't feel like I've done that yet. I haven't built the foundation of the life that I want. I've simply been trying to survive. Um, so, okay, I'm not going to, you know, keep harping on it. We're going to move on. Um, let's move on to, I know I got sort of deep. Can we laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm really laughing, but Kim is still fake laughing. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Look, you're oh lighting up. Shit. A little deep for a second. Okay. Well, look, let's get it on. Is what it, is. it is what it is. It is what it is. We're going to move on, y'all, to the hot topics. Here we go. It's hot topic time. We love to talk about so much shit. So now it's time for hot topics. All right. So, um, the show's been closed. We talked about Slave Play and um, Girl from a North Country closing yesterday. Mm. Um, some stuff that happened this week. So uh, James Snyder from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I saw that. What are you doing? done something, but they ain't seen what he done done. But right. I they said they ain't renewing that contract. That's what they well, said. They didn't. They, they didn't. Release. Look, they didn't cancel the whole contract. He is gone. He's out of there. And the fellow... Uh, cast member who filed a complaint against him, Diane Davis, um, is on leave for right now. Um, mm-hmm. He was playing the title role of Harry Potter in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child uh, since a new shorter version of production reopened on Broadway. Um, he's had his contract terminated uh, mm-hmm. from this complaint. On November 19, 2021, the producers of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child for the first time received a complaint from Diane Davis regarding the conduct of fellow cast member James Snyder. Immediately upon receiving this complaint, the producers commissioned an independent investigation by a third party, and Mr. Snyder was suspended pending the investigation's completion. People were wondering where he was. People were tweeting like, where is he at? He ain't in the show. Blah, blah, blah. His name is still on the call board. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he was not there, and he will no longer be there anymore. Um, oh, out of respect for her pri- privacy, uh, Diane Davis, uh, and to maintain the integrity of the investigation, uh, they will make no further comment regarding the matter. So we won't even know what happened unless Diane okay. Davis out for herself and say what happened. He's gone, but he's um, gone. But he's gone. He's out of there. Well, good riddance. Okay, My- ain't that crazy? So yeah. in the Playbill article that I just briefly skimmed, he, they said that they had a third party investigate investigation, which is nice because shows can tend to be, everyone can tend to be biased, you know, um, on either end, you know, mm-hmm. so they had a third party come in and do the investigation and they drew their conclusions from there, as opposed to the show doing its own internal secret, like weird investigation, which can lead to, 
you know, things not being handled properly. So Mm -hmm. I think that that just in general, them having a third party come in and do the investigation um, is a good sign that these shows are like, you know, really trying to invest in some like an HR kind of component as opposed to them just using company management or stage management to do. Right. Yeah. That is good. I, I, I think that's great too. But also know that this is, um, you know, Harry Potter got money, you know, they can afford to get a third party investigation for a complaint. Well, Um, most shows, I will say this about shows, you know, shows are done. They're not, it's like a, like Disney, a Disney show is like, yes, it's under the Disney umbrella or Harry Potter show is under the umbrella trademark, but each show is its own enterprise. It is its own business. So the money that is used for the shows, not initially, I don't know how that works per se, but like it funds it, you know, the they get the income, they put it through the business and they use it accordingly. So mm-hmm. even though Harry Potter itself is a monstrous entity, if this show wasn't selling, then the show, you know, wouldn't be successful you know so it's like mm-hmm. broadway even for the larger shows with the larger budgets and with the bigger investors they're they're still on this kind of strict time frame like people have to come you know what i mean like mm-hmm. harry potter does have a lot of money because people are like asses are in the seats so i would say this about other shows that are younger you can't they can't use money as an excuse to not offer up something like this i think it has to do with, well, when I am mounting a show, how much money do I need so that I can provide these things for my employees? I think that needs to be the mind frame instead of what's the bare bones minimum I can do to put this thing, to mount this thing on Broadway. Mm. Because it's kind of like, yeah, if a show is good and does well, it's gonna have a lot of money, regardless of like, you know, if it's a Disney entity or a Harry Potter or what have you. Um, like Mean Girls, what is that? that was like 20th century Fox or Paramount. I don't fucking know. They mm-hmm. fucking closed. You know what I mean? Like asses have to be in the seats. Right. And so anyway, I was a what, small They closed because of pandemic stuff, didn't they? They did, but they also, that's the thing. Like, because they were selling know, pretty nicely. Like, the show wasn't doing bad at all. Maybe, but it's like, if you don't have those reserves or if you don't want to, you know, like who knows, who knows? Mm-hmm. Like closes, shows closes, their accounts are their accounts, but it's a separate thing so i'm just saying that like we do say like with the COVID thing like i've said oh like you know certain children have enough money like using that kind of like as an excuse and i do understand that this is like a curveball that's been Mm -hmm. thrown in that they didn't necessarily have time to prepare for but i think that if you're opening a broadway show hiring hundreds of people Mm -hmm. nowadays you've got to go in i think with the mentality of when raising these funds like well we've got to be able to afford these certain things yeah. The third party investigation, the HR things, because when mm-hmm. those things happen, which are common in our industry, you know, they've got to be able to have some type of unbiased person come in or else they're going to just find themselves in like a weird, jagged little pill fucking situation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, that was my TED talk to, for the day. Are you fine? Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I just. Um, yeah, you're fine. I'd love to hear you talk. I'd love to hear your opinion. You always, you know, you have good opinions. Good knowledge-based opinions, Kim. Thank you. Um, we should be taken care of. That's all. Yeah, of course. Of course. I believe that as well. Um, I'm looking at some of the news from this week, and um, some of the things are surprising me. Mm. So um, 
Black Theater Coalition announces, a, a, and they keep announcing so many things. I don't even know what is what. Which what is which? They? Which is one? Um, this is the one with uh, that's the old heads? Reed. Yeah, T. Oliver Reed and Warren Adams. Oh, okay. no, that's a different one. Okay, that's a different one. Oh, you're talking about Black Theater United. This is Black okay. Theater Coalition. I think those are producers. Yeah, they're producers. Yeah. I do love um, No, they're not. This is not the producer one. That's no T. Oliver <laughs> Reed is an actor. Oh He's, yeah, okay. T. Oliver Reed and, and Warren Adams is a choreographer. Um, okay. well, he also does producers here and there. But, um, yeah. yeah, so they um announced last year the initiative uh see six fellows joining production offices for a full year with a 50k 50k salary. That's what I think because they're so they're funding producers or they're bringing is that what no, that is? No, no, they're like funding a producer fellowship. So this one is a this one in particular is a producing fellowship, but they have okay. several different fellowships. Got it. Happening all at once. Got it. That's um, nice. That's what um, so, MBT yeah. does. You said what? That's what National Black Theater does. They have like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm just okay. Yeah, that's that's what they're doing. So there are a lot of different fellowships happening all at once. That's the news. Announced. They have. Yeah, they have announced the people that are in that class of. of have gotten some grants, honey. Well, they're working with uh Reginald Reggie Van Lee. I don't know who that is. Um, I guess he is known to be a, a producer, but also like works in finance or something. Or Deacon okay. Reggie um, Van Lee. <laughs> Deacon Reggie Van Lee. He's a is philanthropist and an arts advocate. Oh, that means he um, oh, got he's money. A former, he's a former executive vice, pre- vice president of the global management and technology consulting firm Booze. Okay. And the deacon of the local Baptist church, <laughs> Mr. Van Deacon Van <laughs> Lee. Deacon Van Lee is going to come no, wow. with the morning announcements. Oh, Lord. <laughs> And tell yeah, us so what's happening on this week. They have a lot of fellowships, uh, Black Theater Coalition producing fellowships mm-hmm. and other things to uh, put people in, um, put people in positions to to enter in the industry. So, uh, fellowship stand the producing fellowship stands alongside a two year fellowship in general management, whose inaugural cohort of fellows was announced earlier this year, and one year fellowships in writing, composition, directing, choreography, set design, lighting design, costume design, sound design, video design, wig and hair design, stage this management, theater management, musical direction, this is casting, incredible. marketing and advertising, public relations, digital media, and talent representation, all of which immerse fellows in the industry and place them alongside current industry professionals. Incredible. Fucking great. Thank y'all. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. That that's tangible. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah. Reed. And what's the other person's name? Um, Warren Adams. Warren and, Adams. And T. Warren Oliver Adams. And, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Reed and Mr. Adams. That is fucking really amazing. Mm-hmm. That's, it's a- I've never even heard of that. That's extensive too. That's anything you want to do in the theater. Yep. So they're right. they're producing fellowships for all of those industries. Um, I hope people that are I hope people are applying. Um, I hope so too. Because yeah. you know, if people don't apply, they start opening the doors to everyone, the doors of the church. Yeah. They um, be opening them to everyone. So get in, black people. Yeah. So congratulations to Black Theater Coalition. Keep doing the work. Um, and go sign up for the programs, go sign up for the uh fellowships, y'all. Mm-hmm. Get your opportunity, get in the door. Um, I hope that also that we're not just placing people into um, 
fucked up situations just to get the money. You might be. <laughs> but because you know. the situations are not the situations are not great right now. So that is a that's another thing too, right? We're 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 training people, we're putting them in these rooms, but there are not a lot of black players on Broadway. This is all Broadway. I don't know if this is all just like off Broadway mm. and Broadway. I think it's all mm. Broadway, it sounds like. Yeah. Like they're not gonna be in the best, you know, the, the rooms are still not led by people of color. Not right. really. No. So, so yes, there probably are still going to be in rooms that are like. But I think that that's exists. a good thing, though. That but they is need to see. That's how they the world is. Yeah, you can't. See. That's how the world is. I mean, for, for now, you they know. need to see. We can dream big, but for now. Um, they so they're doing a musical it. adaption of Black Orpheus, aiming for Broadway in 2022. Come on, um, Now, I'm confused because wasn't this workshopped for a while for particularly for black people it was originally workshop i want to say they or uh, i know that actually i i hadn't been a part of the workshop i know people had been but i want to say the original director was george c wolf and yes. i want to say the book writer was lynn nottage i don't know who the music yeah and this was. is produced by the black uh the the black producers lead producers stephen bird and Aaliyah jones harvey um, but this happens all i also want to say this happens a lot this happens to like a lot where people are originally workshopping and they leave a project change because they either concept. don't have time right where they change the concept or they don't want to do it you know what mm-hmm. i mean they're like all yeah. right i'm moving on so now they've actually changed it to an all latin team that's and what's gonna happen just, when we join the production team of black no more we're just gonna correct completely... correct it'll be a whole new it'll be a whole new team <laughs> whole wow. new concept. yeah because that was what really surprised me um because i've yeah. known about this project for years I've yeah, it was announced a it. long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought this was going to be a, a Black musical. Um, and I'm not, you know, opposed. I'm not mad about it, you know, not being. But it just it really surprised me. So Tony winner uh, Sergio Trujillo um, will direct the new musical, which will have a developmental workshop in an out-of-town regional theater engagement this year prior to the Broadway Bow in 2023. Um, like I said before, it's will- Stephen Bird and Aaliyah Jones-Harvey. Um I will and, say this it won't stop it from being black though, because Black Orpheus story, I want to say, is a black Latin musical. Like I want to yeah, say, didn't they an, say it was this, like Brazilian? This, yeah, it's an adaptation yeah. of the original story, which is like of the and that focuses on this of the of the Latin diaspora, but the black Latin Got diaspora. You. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it that there still won't be black people, or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. It. Yeah. But I understand but yeah. that. Um yeah. it's just said to direct and choreograph because he doesn't really, that's new for him, ain't it? He don't direct. He don't direct. Yeah, I don't think he is. I don't think he's directed yet. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's. Okay. Um, but it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's time yeah, for I mean, him to make the transition. It's, mm-hmm. it's time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm with it. We'll see. Producers, we'll see. producers say America has never been the same since the new wave of Brazilian music came forth and came north and washed over us, and we are especially honored to be okay. collaborating with Sergio Mendes who's one of the main architects of Brazilian pop, and whose musical mm-hmm. genius will fit right at home on Broadway at long at long last and especially at a time when we will be welcoming the world back to New York City with open arms. So Sergio Mendes uh, is going to be, uh, I guess- In the music? There's wait, two Sergios. Music, music by, Sergios. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's what confused me. Sergio <laughs> yeah, Mendes Sergios. and Sergio Trujillo. So Trujillo will be directing- What's that Trujillo? Is that not how you say it? No. How you say it? Well, I tell me how to say Trujillo. it, Trujillo. Trujillo. <laughs> Or, or something like that. It's not, what? I know it's not low, Trujillo. I know it's not that. <laughs> well, you know I'm country as hell, so it looked like Trujillo <laughs> to me. That's what I said, Trujillo. The two L's turn into like a Y. Sergio Trujillo will okay. direct the musical. Okay. Sergio okay. T. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then Sergio Mendez. 
um, will be doing the music and the book will be by uh, Nilo Cruz, uh, who did yeah. Anna in the Tropics. Um, if you ever know that play, that was definitely Ruben Vega in that play, Anna in the Tropics. Yeah, we had to read um, it in college. You read it in college? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. I think I did. I liked a lot of the plays <laughs> that we read in college. Uh, oh, okay. Um, we read yeah, a also, lot of different stuff. Also, just so if y'all not aware, Black Orpheus is um, is the musical retelling of the Greek myth. The um, Hades Town? Yeah, Hades Town. <laughs> so it's like Hades Town, but Hades Town got the New Orleans theme take on it. Hades Town to 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so they do a new version of Catch Me If You Can um at Arena Stage in DC. Right. Hey, so I'm like here they for have that. I am too. I um, like Arena Stage. I do too. They did uh I've loved them ever since they did Akili and the Bee, um, which was a really good play. Oh my god, I like that. Yeah, they're doing a new version of Catch Me If You Can. There's going to be um two songs that were not heard in the two uh 2011 Broadway run. Um and they're going to perform a never before, never, never before performed a version of the book by the late Terrence McNally. Um, so that should be interesting. Uh, it was originally set to star Corbin Blue, um, but he is pulled I out, that. I guess, and he's been replaced by Christian Thompson, um, who will lead the cast as Frank Ab- Abagnale Jr. Christian Thompson was Smokey Robinson in Ain't Too Proud. Um, so I think this is like his first, you know, leading role that we'll, we'll see him in. Um, I remember him from, um, what is that Dominic Marie blood at the root Dominic Mm. Mariso at, uh, he was still in college. He went to Penn state. Um, Mm. I believe he was still like, it was a senior year, maybe around that time. That's where I met, um, my friend story Ayers. story Ayers, who will be directing, uh, uh, the Confederates, Confederates. yes. At signature theater. Um, so yeah, it's a small little world, ain't it? Um, so congratulations to those over at Catch Me If You Can, Christian Thompson, um, and the like, who will be doing that show. Also, um, Disney's Beauty and the Beast will be in London this summer, and the Beast will be played by, uh, um, Shaq Taylor. Yes, Shaq Taylor from Girl from the North Country in Hadestown. Um, Hmm. cute, cute man. This man is so fine to me. Um, Shaq Taylor is light-skinned boy with some beautiful freckles on his face. Um, oh my god, Shaq, so like cute. Shaquille? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but Shaq it's Shaq Taylor. Taylor. Let me look him name. up. I don't um, know who he Look is. him up. I didn't, I mean, I've seen him before. I've seen him around. I knew he was in Hadestown. I, I went and saw a girl from North Country, you know, um, but I didn't really see him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Are I really Are they going to have a black bell or a white bell? Probably well, I'm one. sure or it's Asia a white bell. I'm sure I'm sure it's a white bell. You know, come on, they just start getting these other ethnicities. Give me so give me an Asian bell, give me a Latinx bell. Maybe okay, let me see. Because Courtney Stapleton is playing bell. I don't know who that is. Ambiguous bell. Those are some Um, freckles. Aren't those some freckles? freckles. Okay, Courtney Stapleton sort of look mixed. She she mixed. Okay, good. Oh, no, this is the girl from six. So she's she was she's on Broadway in six right now. She sings now. She's the final girl. What's that final final one? I've um, not seen six. You haven't seen six? Know. Oh, this girl sings. Okay, so she, I think she black. I don't know if she black. She might be mixed, but she, she I think she black. 
Cause she got a curl pattern. She got a curl pattern. That's what I'm saying. And this is we'll claim her. I'll claim her. I'm claiming her. She got a curl pattern. Let's see. Yeah, what's we'll claim her? Wait, no, no. Well, let's, let's 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 wait. Claim <laughs> us. That's that's the big part. Do she claim us? Oh, I don't need. I don't need them. I don't need any. Her name is Courtney. I feel like Courtney. Courtney is Stapleton. Yeah. Color. Um, she she was in. She Y'all are so complicated. Y'all are so complicated. Because we so fair skinned how we be the hardest. I, yeah, yeah, I really, really. Y'all are <laughs> so complicated. Y'all are no, really complicated. This, this girl is black. She's mixed. That's She's, what. I, that's what yeah, I said too. I yeah. see a curl pattern. I got it. Yeah, come I gotta, on, Courtney. So I'm, I, I, I need to go see like this that. over in London. I need to go see this Beauty and the Beast because she sings, and Shaq London is trip, fine. London trip. You said what? London trip. What's okay? So um. Uh, and Guzzy, you want to go? Let's go to London. Let's go to London. And Kim, do you want to okay. go to London? Can we plan to Let's go to go London? London? Yeah, I would. I would go to London. Sure. Y'all, yeah, if Off yeah. goes to London, this would be epic. I will speak in terrible accents. It'll be no, great. No, no. <laughs> I would but love to go to let's London. Let's go to London. And let's plan a trip to London. British, British accent. Yes, let's go to London oh, town. No, for real, the West End. Like, while no, I got some money, it. let's go. I'm definitely down to <laughs> do it. Let's do it. So we we're gonna talk about it off, off rip, and I'm okay, gonna plan it. Right. We are actually going to do this. This would be. Can we write it off through the company? Pip, pip. Can we write it off through the company? Can we write it off? Right, what off? Write it off through the company. Right oh yeah, but why are you talking like? Oh, girl. Okay. <laughs> um, Look, y'all. You're always trying to do the one drop test. I can go ahead and. I'm not one doing the one drop test, but I just looked at her face and I was just like, "Yeah, she's biracial for sure." Yeah. And definitely. then also, I see this picture of her. Uh, not in leave. The leave her lineage alone. Leave she's, her lineage alone. We're going to yeah, London. She's, she's of color. <laughs> I'm with it. I want to. I now want to see this Beauty and the Beast. I love Beauty and the Beast. I love. Um, oh, this must be the girl that's the leaving. music from it. You said what? She's leaving six. She's mm. leaving. Oh, she is she leaving, leaving soon? I mean, it, she has to be leaving. What? Or... Okay, don't do this, right? Like we ain't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't there yet, Kim. <laughs> she's um, got to be leaving because how the fuck is she gonna do West End if she's still in six? Well, when is it coming out? Well, the performances aren't scheduled until June, June twenty fourth to September seventeenth. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. So maybe for my birthday, we might be able to go in August. Um, if y'all not doing those shows, I mean, I'm gonna be doing show. I know, but you can take vacation time. Um, I feel like, I think away. we should really take a vacation. I think we should take a vacation. That'd be cool, but don't try to run me, Drew. What you? Mean? I don't like to do do nothing. I don't like to go nowhere. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't like to do stuff on vacation. Like, don't put be building I no do itinerary. Do stuff. I mean, I do, but like, but... if I don't feel like doing it that day, I'm not doing it. Like. It's not no set itinerary where I didn't already pay the money. You got to go and no, uh, uh-uh. uh. I want to. I want to experience it on my own. And I've never been. I've never that, been to London. I got a hotel that I like. I love going to see theater there. I'll take some meetings. It'll be a good time. Yeah, let's do it. And okay, we gonna plan. Oh, I'm excited now. I'm excited. But August is far away. But let's see if we can do something. Okay, well we can do it earlier. I'm fine with earlier. Like, okay, I, so I can you let us know what your situation I, is? I'm gonna okay. get y'all on the hook while I got y'all now. So let's do it. Because you know me, I you know. I'm good to just not be here. <laughs> oh, I know that. That's why I'm like, I don't have no problem uh, thinking that you will not show up or go along with it. Like, yes. And Guzzy will just say, yes, let's do it. And we ain't got no kids. Come on, let's go. Um, all right. Uh, let me see here. What else is going What else is going on? Um, <laughs> it was something else. Oh, did y'all watch Euphoria? 
uh, I watched the first episode because Eric watches it mm-hmm. and it was good. I didn't know that it was shocking because I've never seen the show. So I was like, wow, a lot just happened here, you know, mm-hmm. but it's because TV is TV is just, yes, it's HBO. Like mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Well, they made some references. So I watched it last night. They made some references to um, Oklahoma, the musical, which was I thought was funny and cute. Um, you know, I love musical references, period. So I just thought it was cute. And it's a, it's a good show. I like you for it. And Coleman Domingo is doing some really great work there. Um, He's very good. Yeah. Oh my God, it's some really great work right there. I just, man, I just, um, yeah, that it just, it just, it digs me deep in my heart because I know what mm. it, what it feels like to um, be an addict. You know, I'm mm. an, I am an addict. I am an alcoholic and I am an addict. I am consistently recovering what? every day. Um, I know that. I, I mean, well, I mean, okay. So when you, t- I think this is part of me trying to to destigmatize. <laughs> we're like, we're like um, so I've been going. Listen, don't to, tell me twice because I don't. I've been, people who have. I've been going to AA meetings. Um, okay. To uh, just to get a handle on the pr- principles of addiction and how to mm. get out of that. I'm, I've always known, and I've even said for years that I have an addictive personality. Mm. Um, even with food, like if I, if I like a food, if I get onto a food, I will eat it for two weeks straight, like every day. Mm. Um, and then I'll be tired of it and I won't, you know, want to eat it anymore. Um, but I have had an addictive personality since I was a kid. I've been smoking cigarettes since I was 13, um, smoking weed since I was a freshman in high school. I've ventured out and tried other drugs. I've been, you know, smoke drinking alcohol since I was, you know, 17 and, you know, freshman in college. Um, and those things have been, self-medicating for me before trying to find the help, you know, mentally. Um, And so I say that I'm an addict and I say that I am an alcoholic um, because I know that I have an addictive personality and I have addict tendencies. And and I also want to um, take the stigma off of those. When people think about alcoholism, when they think about uh, um, addicts, they think of that you are homeless, you're in the gutter, that you can't function. When there are so many people that are functioning addicts in this in this life that are hurting, um, that you don't realize until it's you know too late. Um, so I say those things because I I one want to remind myself how far I've come, and two um, to to press forward that there's nothing wrong with that, that I am, I am actively working to be better and to be a better human and be a better being um, and be better than, you know, my addiction or, or be, be more in control of myself than my addiction is. Um, so that's why I say that. I don't, and I don't think that there's anything like alarming about that. Some people might hear that and say, oh my gosh, that's alarming. Like, oh my gosh, you could fall off well, the I guess at any time or, because you know, I have experience with addicts like mm-hmm. when someone tells me like if someone comes to me and says they are an addict or they're an alcoholic then mm-hmm. i'm it change it does change things for me because if you say you're an alcoholic that means you don't drink at all that means that not that you won't slip or that you won't relapse mm-hmm. or whatever but the goal is 100 sobriety it is that is the goal yeah okay for me yeah, and for so- this is for me at this time so i literally just attended um my first meeting for aa like a week and a half ago um, okay. Because I but, wanted to go and see what the principles were and see what I could apply to my life and also be around people that experience the same things that I do. I needed to hear uh, the testimonies or what they call uh, qualifying. I needed to hear um, mm-hmm. those things in order to 
find a connection because I just always felt like, you know, yeah, people I know that, you know, smoke weed and they drink every now and again, but I don't think people are feeling it in the same way that I am. I don't think that, you know, people are um, experiencing it in the same way. I needed to be around people that understood what addiction was um, so that I don't get too far gone from, you know, just acknowledging where I am and where my mental space is. I've been through a lot over these past couple of months. I've been through a, a big breach of trust. I've been through um, uh, death. I've been through a lot of different things, depression and, and things over these past couple of months. And I am actively searching for answers to and methods to be better. And I thought that that um, the principles of AA would sort of help with that. And a friend of mine, we were talking about it. And it really did. That day was like, wow, really powerful and open to me. But I understand what you're saying, that when you hear that, that it, it registers and it. Yeah, you know. it registers. It registers. It will register my mind a certain way. And if I ever see you, um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm not going to say anything, mm-hmm. but it's just, just because of my experience with it, because with addicts, it's like, I mean, admitting it, like they say, is like mm-hmm. the first step. Right. But then a lot of addicts will relapse back into their addiction. And I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm, I'm not an addict. Yeah, I'm, they not, will. I'm not of this. And you're just standing there like, well, you know, you are always because right. that's just how the game is played. That's how it goes. But, yep. you know, anything, if you're making a commitment to yourself, to sobriety, or even trying to figure out, because some people do go to AA trying to figure out if they are an alcoholic or if right. they are, you know, and people like, well, if you're questioning it, then, you know, nine times out of 10, that's what it is. And of course there's varying levels and experiences of, you know, addiction and alcoholism, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't, I'm, I'm just, you know, I did not know um, just because, you know, it's something that you don't, yeah. I did not know. I yeah. I understand know. because I mean, I sh- I think that, that especially for addicts, we show up in people's lives differently you know, in, in times where I have been um, not my best self, I may have shown up for you in a way that I didn't show up for someone else um, or that I couldn't at the time or what have you, because I'm, we're always, um, I think we're always trying to, you know, fiend well, like be well, or, you know, fake well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the disguise about manipulating people to make them believe that you are okay. Yeah. Um yeah, and, I, and I, I discovered that I was doing that more often than not, even just because of my anxiety of going outside, going to events. I need a drink. I need to smoke a blunt before I walk into this place. I need to do this before I, you know, go and do this or be in this particular person's presence. Or I just didn't, I wasn't liking myself of what yeah. I was having to do to prepare myself to be around or to do things. Um, and it started to feel like, that was the focus because I couldn't leave my house and go someplace without first stopping by the weed man house to get, make sure I had weed on me for the night and who who knew how long I was going to be out and how many blunts I needed to have rolled. Like that was the focus mm. of my, my day in my life. And I, I mm. began to not want that. Like everything was, was around whether or not I was going to be high or not. Could I yeah. go see this movie? I don't have no weed on me. I'm going home or, you know, it altered my mood. It altered who I was. And I, and I began to feel like I was moving further away from who I knew myself to be. And these new things were taking its place. And I didn't like that because at first I could say, Oh, I just do this every once in a while. It's not no big deal. And then it became consistent, you know, when I desired to be so much more consistent in other aspects of my life, I desired to be more consistent with my work. I desired to be more consistent with my body and working out. I desired to be more consistent with, you know, uh, nurturing my talents and, um, and, and 
yeah, those type of things. I, I just, I want to be more consistent with those and I want to be uh, intentional about doing that. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best is to take control and steer my own life and not let the drugs and alcohol steer it for me. If that makes mm. sense. It does. That, that makes sense. Oh Lord, I didn't got deep again. I think it's this Adderall, y'all. You did. Um, <laughs> Monday. It's the beginning of the year. It's you Woo! know it's a lot of a lot of self assessment beginning of the year. Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. But that's why I think it is so important for, um, for people to you know keep talking about it. Also, now I took January. Like I said, I took January off for the most part because y'all not about to uh, New Year, New Me, me to death. Um. You know, you, well, you know, I said I haven't been seeing none of that, but I really don't, you know, I'm not on the internet really. So why are you turning into an old lady? I'm not turning into an old lady. I check Instagram and I definitely look on Facebook, but even though I, that's old Facebook, people mm-hmm. like you Facebook. I'm like, yeah, but it's people I know, but like I check, I don't think I'm a turning into old lady. I'm just trying to drown off the noise. I, I, it's noise. It's more it's noise. I'm trying noise. to get, I don't yeah, want it. It's more yeah. noise than now. Nah. I think like after I'm hoping knock on wood, cause I'm like, I'm addicted to it now, but, um, I, uh, I'm done this residency and I have to post because of the artistic residency I am with this free apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but I think like when it's done March 1st, I'm like going to take a nice social media cleanse and be like, mm-hmm. if you need me, hire me. Like if you, you can't find me unless you know me. On, yeah. on the media is it anyway just take a little cleanse because you're right there's just like a lot of there's a lot of noise there's a lot of uh congestion there's a lot of yeah other other people's projections um and i'm like i need to like get a like a life <laughs> you know what i mean it's That's hard also i mean you outside can of work, stay on yeah. there for yeah, yeah. So it can take up your day. It can take up your day. Truly, so, truly, oh, yeah. truly. Um, over at Tina, they got some replacements over there. They announced that Nick Rashad Burroughs will be taking over the role of Ike. Um, he started so he started last week, I believe. Um, and today they announced Natasha Yvette Williams, who I love, will be taking over the role of uh, I want to say Zora. Is that the name of the character? Um, who the was mother? originally yeah, the mother. Uh, Zelma. Show? Zelma is her name. In in Tina, so she'll be taking over the role of Zelma. Don Lewis. Don Lewis. Um, Don Lewis. Is, okay, got it. Oh, I'm thinking okay. it was. I'm thinking it. Or was, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is. Or maybe Myra Lakeisha. Myra Lakeisha Taylor. No, no, no. So Natasha yeah. Williams will start as Zelma beginning February fourth. Okay. Um, but is I was Zelma the grandmother or the mother? No, Zelma is Don Lewis's character, the mother. The but mother. I was okay. thinking that she was going to be replacing Myra Lakeisha okay. Taylor, um, who was uh, grand. Georgia Anna, uh, but okay. no, she was replacing Don Lewis, which is interesting right. to me. I wonder why Don okay. is leaving. Um, Probably just done. Broadway is hard. I, and if I was Don, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm well. She ain't. Back. She ain't really missed not one show. Like, if she was Adam Routh, and mm. I was having a conversation with her. Um, actually, she didn't mm. miss like maybe. I think she maybe did one because she had to go do a job, and she wanted her understudy to go on, and she cheered her on, and all that good stuff. Mm. It was, it That's was, really um, sweet. I think it was uh, Carla. Carla Stewart, who went on. Oh, Carla. Um, and so yeah, so she, I think she maybe missed, maybe just did one show, missed one show because of a job or something like that. And um, yeah, but she was very proud of the fact that she didn't miss not one show when we talked. And um, I'd be proud too. Shit. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. It is, especially the way she over there dying. The way yeah. that she is dying, but also this is her first. Is this her debut or no? um don lewis debut i think it might have been let me see because i feel like coming from tv and you know coming it from might not that have been, but 
environment, you know, that, that kind of, that is hard. It is like a, it's probably like a mind fuck. Like how do they do this? So she does have a credit, um, but it was a tour, a national tour. So she did the oh, tap okay. dance kid in 1985. She was in the tap dance kid. Hmm. Um, okay. Tour. So she knows. Yeah. Yeah. So she, yeah, she knows. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that she, um, I think she's an avid of a theater, an avid lover of theater and, um, yeah, so I'm glad that she was here. I'm glad she was able to be a part of the the show and the season. Um, congratulations, Don Lewis. We will always love and respect love you, you for your work. And, you know, A Different World was very influential for all of us. Um, back to Classic Stage Company, they postponed their run of Marcus Garley's Black Odyssey, not to be confused with Black Orpheus. God, what the um, fuck is going on? What are these? What is what why is it how long has all this stuff been in production why is it all coming out the same time well, I mean, well they're, because... post, they're, they're 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 postponing because yeah, of pa- the pandemonium oh because yeah. of the okay they're postponing i'm like black Orpheus, yeah this will be black directed no by more. stevie walker black Red. Black um, people. <laughs> <laughs> directed by stevie walker Red. performances will now begin later this season um dates will be announced at a later time uh the resurgence of covid19 and omarion variant have come at a very challenging time um so yeah everything's being moved moved around which is like that's why i said i'm not i'm not about to stress you i'm not to stress me out in january coming back from the holidays i'm not coming back to black history month um and i meant that thing and it has been it has done it has been the best decision ever because i don't I just don't have it. I don't have it for y'all right now. Like, Will there be any shows for you to promote uh, Black History Month? Will there be any shows for you to even promote? What I mean, there'll be there? shows. Yeah, there's. I have some okay. clients and stuff that are okay. some things that are happening. But okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's Someone, a weird time, and I think we all just need to be. Regroup. Yeah, regroup. Yeah, I, I saw someone on Facebook actually made a suggestion of like perhaps it's time to change uh like the theater calendar season like you know what i mean like perhaps yeah, I saw it's that like, too. with this consistent thing it's like maybe the like maybe like the new theater season should start in the spring and then literally we just all take a break during winter right like, it's like and you do know digital and, like, something right yeah and go take virtual or whatever like or do a virtual <laughs> she's like take a break for those of us who have the privilege to break but like what happens if you realign the season because usually summertime is when everything is done like or like or slower mm-hmm. summertime in new york at least that's like the slower theater season where it's like what happens if actually because of omariad like we actually just kind of consistently go in spring everything's opening back up and we do it that way and then when it starts to get cold it goes a little bit more virtual yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. that's the that's the Something I'm really interested in seeing is the uh, off-Broadway opera Intimate Apparel. We talked about that last week too, but oh, that um, sounds like it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see that. Uh, also, Dominic Mariso's Confederates. Um, they delayed their off-Broadway run, um, but they are coming around. Um, they will begin originally slated to begin February 22nd, 22nd, 20 section. February 22nd. Uh, the show will now run March 8th through April 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's directed by Story Ears. I, I actually just got a copy of the play and it it um it's really good. I I enjoyed it. Um yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. I, I'm interested to see how they how they interpret it. You said what? I see you're like, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's like, good. you know, I mean, because all you, when you have the play, all you have is the blueprint. So you don't really see what yeah. they do with the rest. I want to see the house. Um mm-hmm. come on. So like, I love the house. Yeah, yeah. Better, I want to see on the stagecraft. House. Y'all know um, electrics. 
so yeah i think that that's interesting um what else what else what else um i'm trying to think of what else am i missing oh did you know that they didn't they push back um goddess goddess being pushed back too oh at berkeley? Berkeley? you said what that ma- i said at berkeley, berkeley? yeah berkeley rep yeah it's being pushed back okay. That makes sense. Um, I'm glad that they 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 deserve from what I hear about the show and how good it is. The show is they so deserve, good. Y'all. They deserve to not be interrupted. So I think yeah. Please oh, bring yes. that here. Please bring that here. Oh, this is coming. I'm, when I tell you, because every coming, time I see him now, I'm just like, oh man, just just bring us goddess and baby, put me out of my new musical misery because I'm mm-hmm. just I'm done. Listen, I'm done. It's it's good. Um. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Uh, also, PBS did a documentary about reopening, uh, reopening the Broadway revival, spotlighting Tina, Wicked Waitress, and and other it's shows. It's very sweet. It is yeah, really another good. Thing I, we I are not in. I'm like, we don't be doing <laughs> shit. We don't be doing nothing but our well, all own the, shit. All of y'all shit came when y'all first opened ten years ago. I mean, Wicked opened twenty years ago. What you mean? But Book of Mormon is not a Wicked. I mean, yes, it yes, is. It like is. as far as selling and everything, but like as far as like. <laughs> No, impact it's a wicked it's a wicked for sure i mean Musical theater no, i mean canon. i'm saying i'm saying as far as like it's more of a, it's more adult themed it's more like so no like, it's so our like, producers i believe it's they so? do their own yeah they're filming it they they filmed their own they've been filming a documentary for a long time not mormon yeah. but matt and trey mm-hmm. so i think that they're doing the Kanye and they're just, they're always, they've always been doing yeah. the Kanye, like taking control of their narrative. They do, they, they do their own thing. They don't That's what they do, the but sometimes performances things. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it ostracizes us from the community. Yeah. yeah Cause at first I was like, well, I don't ever ask that's it is. And I was like, Oh, it's probably, it's probably our producers. Cause even when we were in that New York times article, it was such a big thing. They were like, so it's a trusted reporter and this and this and this. And, and we, you know, everything is very much like, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, I guess that's, that's the fucking answer, but yeah, mm-hmm. Drew, we can. And okay. Listen, we, we, we up there. You're, okay. We 10 I'm years with you. In. I believe, I believe you. And I'm with you. I you believe. It. Yes. I See believe what you did there what <laughs> i believe oh my god um God's Lake uh, City. Uh, we talked about we talked about <laughs> the both i gotta know i gotta i gotta know that's my range that's it that's it i hit it don't ever make me do it again <laughs> <laughs> listen listen you work with the right but person you're gonna be out here booking these little jobs okay we talked about um Ariana DeBose, but she also has another oh. nomination. She now has a uh, uh, SAG? The, SAG award. Well, SAG, but NAACP Image Award nomination. Hey, now. wait, they because I I was looking for her and I could not find her. Where is um, her? That she nomination has a nomination uh, in the Outstanding Breakthrough Performance in a Motion Picture category. Okay, maybe I didn't see that because I was like, wait, where's she at? Where's she at? Because th- I'm glad. Good. Yeah. Um, she's on there, so she she's been getting nominated for everything. Yeah, I, she, I mean, she'll she'll get nominated so for an Oscar. Great. Oh yeah, she will get nominated Oscar. for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. She, she'll, yep. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it's going down. I need it's, to see <laughs> it. I just don't feel like crying in the theater. It's beautiful. I mean, well, just I will watch one of the bootlegs. Yeah, or do you I'm not get a sack screener? Sack screener. I didn't pay my dues until literally yesterday. Uh, okay, I. So, but several several people got nominations. So, uh, Billy Porter received a nomination for Pose. Denzel mm. Washington for the tragedy. Have y'all seen Tragedy of Macbeth? 
No, I haven't. I, it's I, so I good, y'all. I don't even like I, Shakespeare like that, y'all. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't get through it. You didn't like it? The cinematography, the cinematography alone, like is like very good, but I I couldn't tragedy of okay. Macbeth. The tragedy of Macbeth, yeah, with Denzel Washington. I don't know. Um, I might have to try again. I think I gotta try again because I feel like I got it on like I was. It's like yeah, a tired day, and it. I was kind of like, I'm yeah, sure I don't, it's yeah, great. that's not my, it's not my but, bag. The, the, uh, the tragedy. Yeah, uh, NAACP Image Awards nominations are out and they have been multiple, like we just said, uh, uh, Ariana DeVos was nominated as well as Denzel, Billy Porter, Jennifer Hudson for Respect, Cynthia Revo for, for Genius, Aretha, um, and on, the Aretha's. NBC presentation of Annie Live was also nominated. Um, Audra McDonald uh, mm. was nominated Come for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture. Um, yes. mm. Yeah. The film also picked up nominations for uh, Outstanding Motion Picture, Outstanding Breakthrough Creative for director Lisa Tommy, and Outstanding Ensemble Cast and Outstanding Soundtrack for uh, Aretha. Come on. Um, so yeah, These the people are nominated for, um, yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda, that was a big thing that he's nominated for. An NAACP, uh, NAACP award? Yep. You know they be giving the whites NAACP awards? Lin-Manuel they've nominated Miranda. white people. They've, they've nominated white people for- I mean, Oh, NAACP. what did he get it for? Encanto? What do you get it for? Um, I'm sure it's for uh, Encanto or something like that. Let me yeah, see. That movie's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's nominated for an NAACP. Yeah. And the people was like, when will we stop? <laughs> but non-Black people have been nominated for those awards for a while. Yeah, but every time they complain yeah. too. They be complaining every every year about it. NAACP um, is special. Um, and we also, uh, what is it? Is Oh, Encant- Encanto is... And nominated for animated motion picture. God, um, so where is the? And they do so, have black people in that. So, yeah, it's actually NAACP is actually any show that is for that like represents black people in a way, like the Adelcos. Like, essentially, right. yeah. We just now have so much black representation that I don't feel like we need to like nominate non-black people. I anymore. don't think so either. That, that's but, like, gotta, but, 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 but but in it's keeping in his contract with, of life, he's got to collect at least think, five awards per season. Yeah, because back in the day when things were not made by us at all, and they were like, we gotta give it to this white person for putting us in things. And now I don't think that they have to do that anymore, but they still do it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody is, I'm not gonna keep looking up his nominations because I really don't care. Um, I'm, I'm more care about the people that are that I like. You know, Danielle Brooks is nominated, Courtney B. Vance, Keith David, Titus Burgess, William Jackson Harper, Anika Nani Rose, Natasha Rothwell. I mean, all of these Broadway I don't even know black what people. they did. I'm over here like, um, who, what did they do? Go look up Natasha the nominations. Rothwell, go look it up. She's on I know, I just haven't been watching girl. anything oh. except um, for clearly Encanto. <laughs> That's a because well, you, you have a you have a child, right? But actually, it's yeah. a really good movie, though. Like it's really good. Yeah, it's really and good. John and John like, Leguizamo was in there. I love him. We don't talk about Bruno, no, 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 no. no. I we love don't it. Talk about Bruno. They said they said that that's the most popular Disney song since Colors of the Wind. Oh, wow. it's so Colors of the Wind. Yeah, but then the he hooked me. He then. hooked me with that first song because I was he like, did too. He hooked me with that I song, but also pressure is what got me. Pressure, because at first I'm like, pressure. what is this? And then that got me. Like I said, oh, I was like, yeah. this. Yeah, that, I can get with that. Like that's. I don't like the way the girls sing it. Yes, but me and we were talking about it yesterday. The specificity of of the Lin Manuel Miranda method. Yeah, it look, is research. It's until tried you and can't true. Research no more. It's specific. Look, it's dramaturgically. Dramaturgically. Yep. It's 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 <laughs> tried and true. You can't. You cannot break the work apart. You, you can't. can't. You can't 
You can you you might be able to, but he's got an he's got an answer for why yeah. it's like that. Yep. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, and I'm with it. I I really liked the songs and stuff from Encanto. It was a good movie. Um, also, uh, you know, we've had some some. I hate to bring it back down, but we've had some you know some uh, deaths some deaths in in this past week. Um, you know, we lost Andre Leon Talley. Yes. Um, we just lost um, uh, Regina King's son, oh, Ian. Good, yeah. um, Ian King to to uh, suicide. Um, man, you just never know what people are going through. Um, so be kind, y'all. Um, our hearts go out to the people that have lost uh, someone over this past week and and even before then, but. Um, yeah, just be kind, y'all. You never know what people are going through. Uh, and, you know, Regina King, our, our hearts go out to you. Our prayers, we're lifting you up, sister, because you have been a light in this industry for so long. Um, and we know this hurts. It hurts us to see you hurting. Um, and it hurts to lose our brother like this. So um, any Black man, you know, the, 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 the rise of suicide in black men has uh, um, increased over the past 10 years. And so, um, yeah, just love on your black brothers and your black sisters, y'all, and uh, be kind. Um, Cause it could have been any one of us. You never know what people are going through. Um, going back to some good news, uh, the Kennedy Center named the next 50. Uh, Kennedy Center next 50 included on that list was MJ Rodriguez, uh, Camille A. Brown, Cody Renard, Richard, um, yeah, a couple of people were on that list that that um, that are are the new Kennedy Center fifty. Uh, these are fifty leaders and organizations that, through sustained excellence of artistic, educational, athletic, or multi this multidisciplinary work, are lighting the way forward. So, congratulations to those people. Uh, Camilla Forbes is on that list as well. She's the the head of uh, Apollo Theater. Um, yeah, I saw Kyle Abram, uh, Chloe and Maude Arnold. Um, so it's a lot of people on the list. Congratulations to all of them. Um, yeah. Y'all got anything else? Am I missing something? Anything we ain't talk the, about? The Gilded Age on HBO comes out today. The who? It stars Aud- The Gilded Age. It's a new Julian Fellows period drama. I'm really okay. into that kind of shit. But it stars Audra McDonald and Danae Benton. Oh, they're in it. It's not, I don't, I don't want to say it stars them. I think it's mostly That's like who we're worried Baransky about. Yeah. And, but they in it. yeah, but they in it and they in it for real. And I'm, okay. I'm very excited about it. It's something that I would love to be a part of. If they ever need a light skin girl in this <laughs> world, you know, but that comes out. I think it starts streaming today on HBO max. So check that out did anybody go and see the lights being dim for sydney portier i was not outside it was cool. no i think i was, I was outside inside it, was, doing... it was freezing yeah. um but they did when did they do it on january 19th at 7 45 mm. p.m they dimmed it for one minute Child, mm. the way that i don't know that the lights be dimmed because i'm sure that they dimmed for sondheim i missed i i mean we be we're in the theater i guess because it's not mm-hmm. done on like a monday right it's done on like a, a day that, the, yeah, it can't be because it's done on a, a day that the houses are all having shows. But I'm like, I don't, I was only aware of it like one time mm. that it was happening. But of course we couldn't see it. But like, mm. I didn't even, I would love to, I've never seen it before. I would love to see 
Oh, I forgot about this. So, um, y'all know Tambo and Bones by Dave Harris opened um, at Playwrights Horizon. Oh. They started oh, previews. They started previews. Yes, yes. I, I love that play. I saw it. At Do you? Ojai. I saw. I saw a workshop of it at Ohio. I re- I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that play in a theater. Let me look okay. that up because if they got a yeah. matinee, because I told you I was. I was hesitant about because of his other work. Yeah, yeah, but I think this one is. I think this particular. I think I said last time, like it's one of the few experiences where you know that are about race and what have you that confront race, but have me as a black person go, oh, and have white people go, should I leave? Mm-hmm. <laughs> people have against the a Wednesday matinee. Why are we doing the five show week? The five show week, I think, is just like just for not overworking people. Right. Five we're, show we're, week is overwork. Five show week sucks. Two show Saturday, yeah, but, two show Sunday. But as opposed to the eight show week. No, no, no. Five show weekend. I mean, weekend. Sorry, okay. Weekend. weekend. Got it, got it. Sorry. Who's doing that? Um, we do five show weekends and mm-hmm. so is Tambo and Bones. Mm. Oh, maybe it's a play th- short. What's the running time on it? It's a uh, one act. Yeah. So maybe it's okay. just short. But, yeah, I'm like, like oh, a- but I guess maybe their audience isn't, you know, if this is about like race and stuff, that's not really like a matinee, Wednesday matinee audience. Right. A two, a, 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 a Sunday matinee would make more sense. I also feel right. like off Broadway hasn't been doing that since we came back. Like we didn't do any, Wednesday matinees when, when I did my play at Atlantic. I think we did one for like the students, but we mm-hmm. didn't, we, they, they took out our Wednesday matinees and we used to do them. So I feel like that's just been I'm upset. Eliminated. I really want to try and well, see this. Should I, is this something I should take off for? I think so. I think, I think I really like that play. I think. It's okay. I'm going to try. try. It's really cool. Okay. Well, let me know when you want to go and we'll go. Um, okay. But Dave Harris was on Twitter and he said last night at the ending of Tambo and Bones, a white man stormed out of the Playwrights Horizons main stage, flipped a table in the lobby, went outside, took a big ass planter from the restaurant next door, threw it into oncoming traffic and ran off, destroying property along the way. I don't measure success by white reactions. I only measured it in cash, of course, but this is high (laughs) up there. Everyone's okay. Um, White boy thought he was starting the Boston Tea Party of the American theater. It was just our first preview, y'all. Stay safe. I promise we're having fun. (laughs) <laughs> so this That's makes me want to see the show more. Um, yeah, I don't want to give it away, but I just feel like what? Like it. It, does that reaction seem warranted? I mean, of course not. That's a crazy reaction, but you know what I mean. I saw it at Ojai, and it, so it's mostly rich white people and like black interns and artists, right? Uh-huh. And so remember the I remember the next day when the white people because they all really liked it, but they mm-hmm. like felt they they felt weird about applauding. They felt strange about their place in the theater. Like they felt strange. Yeah. Like I feel like this play challenges white people's place when they see slave plays, black no mores, all these sort of incendiary plays that are meant to comfort them. That sort of that actually kind of end up still comforting them. This mm -hmm. one was more like, but what if? Like, you know what I mean? So I I don't want to give it away. I just I just feel like oh let me let me okay. Yeah, yeah. it's it's one that I would not. I'm go- I'm seeing Black Theater Night, but it's one that I would not be a. F- I I I don't mind being in an audience of white people. I is Black I Theater Night at- February third. Uh, I don't know. It says sold out. That's why I'm wondering. Or is that there? Well, maybe you open. need to have a code or something to access the. Sales. I don't know. But I'll text y'all about it. I'll text y'all. I'll okay, I'm 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 with it. God, yeah. he is unhinged. There's no reason yeah. you should be throwing planters. You could just leave. <laughs> not after you know, a play. Not after just delay. a simple a simple fuck y'all. Would yeah. suffice. Stand up or like, fuck y'all. 
and then leave and then everyone's like oh my god like if you right. really want to make a statement you can just yeah. use your words yeah i can't that's crazy it is crazy a also. planter that <laughs> yes. is pretty awesome yeah that I is wish, awesome i hope someone i wish it. It yeah is. My, yeah my play my plays make people want to hug each other i wish my plays made white people want to listen you know. write some fucking <laughs> write something inside a riot I'm too nice to write a play like a, that's inside to riot. I want hugs. But people can sue you for that kind of shit too. Right. And then, yeah. That's what they try to do to like rappers and musicians and all that stuff. Like they no. try to do that to them. Oh. Like they, I mean, they're actually, there's a suit, right? Not a suit. There's a case or something where rappers are trying to petition that if they're held, if they're in court or in trial, that their lyrics cannot be used as evidence against them, which I think is complete bullshit. But um, I think that they should be able to, even though you're making shit up, like some y'all be rapping about shit that happened. Like I killed Pookie and Mookie too. Like we need that in the murder trial of Pookie and Mookie. We need that in the trial for justice to be served. Mm. But yeah, they be, they be suing people for their content interesting well i think we well, hit everything y'all I mean, are we still not doing listener letters have we retired that section um no well because these episodes haven't come out yet ain't nobody know we need letters okay okay but right. yeah so we'll 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 get them in there i promise y'all now i got my brain on 100 i can actually do some outreach and some promotion for this show um like okay. actually start doing instagram and stuff and twitter because we be getting i don't y'all don't be seeing the tweets do, do, really I y'all, do, y'all be, do I send y'all tweets? I sometimes no, send y'all tweets of like once, once in a once in a while. Yeah. Well, it'd be no. people on here that really love our show, and so let me oh, see I what one of the latest tweets said. Um, I love Off Book and Broadway Black. Um, they have been having this conversation about theater, television, and film industry for years. It was because of their advertising of a strange loop. I was able to go see what became my favorite musical of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. People be people like our show, y'all. They they tweet us sometimes, oh, and good. we just have to be more active. I just have to. I'm like get a plan, but active. now I have an assistant, and I got a new accountant, and I am Lord Jesus that takes so much off of me. So, um, yeah, we gonna we gonna do better, and let's let's pray and Guzzy don't quit on us before we do better. I mean, let's pray. Let's Listen, pray. She booked. Don't quit on us before she we go booked. to London, at least, <laughs> Guzzy. Before we go to London. The London- the London will can the London be like the farewell? Like, it sort of could. And I wouldn't be mad at that. The farewell tour. The, that, I would not be mad at that at all. I would not be mad at that at all because I mean I really see the, the off book as like the view where we can you know switch out hosts you know every now yeah. and again and, and bring some fresh opinions and fresh faces in and um so that that wouldn't be bad at all because I know I know you tired. I know you ready. <laughs> I know you ready, but she showed up. To I also, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I'll tell you some stuff that I have just going on personally that we'll just, I just, you got know, you. we'll talk okay. about. We'll talk after so, me. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool. Um, cool. But yeah, we can, we can make that happen. And I, you know, so if you listen to this, I'll be on the search for new co hosts looking for new faces <laughs> and new people. Um, Kim ain't going nowhere though. She'll be right here. <laughs> How do you know? What do you mean? How do I know? How do you know? I do should, like, I, should, should I know I something? Booked the, I booked the Gilded Age. I am no longer available. <laughs> Because I the film light. Mondays at 10. I am the light-skinned person <laughs> who Audrey McDonald's husband had an affair with some mulatto woman. I know you're not supposed to say mulatto no more, but this in the Gilded Age, they would say that. 
even though I'm not biracial, but I be, I know that people be like, people like, we have to find an excuse for how light you are. You're, you're, you're <laughs> That is literally how they act. Like, it's, I'm like, but reason. I can just be like, I, just I can black, just black. be black because I am, but yeah. I, y'all carry on. But yeah, you know, I could be that, you know, and I'm working as their maid, but I know secretly that the father is actually my father. Okay. Child, you don't know. You don't know. No, I, I don't know. Good. But as of right now, Kim not going nowhere. <laughs> um, so we will let me, see. Let me pack. Let me redo my vision board so I can just. Get <laughs> <laughs> not redo your vision board. <laughs> Okay, we thank y'all for tuning into a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We've hit our mark and we've done it right now. I'm Drew Shay. I'm Ngozi Ayahu. And I'm Kim Exum. And we out, y'all. We've just gone off book. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Because only together we rise. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.